0: السلام عليك زين الانبياء السلام عليك سلام 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 عليك ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم وبارِك وكرِّم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الأطهار وأصحابه الأخيار ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم وإيايا بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله تقوى الله الذي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم إلا أهلها وَلَا يُثِيبُ إِلَّا عَلَيْهَا وَأَحْسِنُوا يَرْحَمُكُمُ اللَّهِ إِنَّ رَحْمَةَ اللَّهِ قَرِيبٌ مِّنَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The most beneficent, the most merciful, Jalla جل We bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the one whose command uh, manifests the one who says be and it is Jalla جل Jalaluh and we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad is his final prophet and the seal of prophets and messengers who was given the noble Qur'an and who conveyed fully on behalf of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and guided us to all that benefits us and warned us of all that harms us salallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa salam. I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that mindfulness of Allah is the provision for the hereafter. In a series of khutbas, we were covering these five foundational ahadith of the Prophet وسلم, and really trying to delve into the ocean of wisdom that is found in every one of his ahadith and in every one of his words and that the ulama have identified four or five foundational hadith that really cover all of his teachings, salawatullahi wa and Imam al-Ghazali, he says that each of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam's words in his ahadith are oceans of wisdom. That they are oceans of wisdom. And if a scholar contemplated one hadith for the rest of his life, that he would continue to extract wisdom and benefit from it. And there would be more wisdom yet remaining for the rest of his life if he gave himself to that. The hadith that we're looking at today is an extremely important hadith that covers a very deep and important spiritual virtue. The Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم) said, "وَالَّذِي نَفْسِ بِيَدِهِ لَا يُؤْمِنُ أَحَدُكُمْ حَتَّى يُحِبَّ لِأَخِيهِ مَا يُحِبُّ لِنَفْسِهِ مِنَ الْخَيْرِ." رواه البخاري ومسنم النساء واللفظ للنساء. The messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa wa in this foundational hadith, the fourth foundational hadith that we're looking at, he says, I swear by the one in whose hand is my soul. That he is swearing by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to indicate the gravity of what he is about to convey. That this is something that is a principle. This is something that is deeply important and he's swearing by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in order to convey the gravity of that to us. None of you truly believes. The ulama say that this is al iman al kamil. This is complete iman. Until he only attains, he only arrives at complete iman when. He loves for his brother what he loves for himself of goodness, of benefit, of Khair. So love, al-mahabba, as the ulama have uh, uh, mentioned and clarified for us generation after generation. And great scholar after great scholar, people of realization, one generation to the next, that love, al-mahabba, is the pinnacle of this religion. It's the pinnacle and the axis of this religion. Everything revolves around love. Imam al-Ghazali says all of the spiritual virtues that precede love are leading you to muhabba. Whether that's repentance or uh, trusting in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so forth. He said all of that leads you until you get to the point of love. And he says all of the spiritual stations after love are Fruits and results of mahabba, such as intimacy with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, contentment and yearning and so forth. So love is the pinnacle. And here the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi is giving us a very practical understanding of love. A teaching about love that if we put it into practice, it will... Allow us to make progress on the spiritual path and it will unlock the doors of tasting the realities of Iman for us. But he, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the greatest teacher, the greatest guide, he actually presents it to us in a way that everyone can understand. So that we can attain these degrees and we can have dhawq that we can taste iman, we can have the spiritual experience of nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's attainable through this beautiful virtue, which you know, people of different faiths and philosophies, they refer to it as the golden rule, that you love for others what you love for yourself. And when it's connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his beloved sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi it unlocks these doors for the believer. And then they have access to an experience that cannot be put into words. They have access to the fruits of, uh, of knowledge and of ma'rifah that cannot be described. The ulama, they say, manzaqa'araf, whoever tastes knows. If you try to explain to someone how honey tastes, say, honey tastes sweet, oh, like sugar. No, 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 but it's not like sugar. Or it's very syrupy. But is, is it like this, like glue? No, 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 no not like glue. It's, and then you give someone a, a, a spoonful of honey and they taste it and they go, ah. Now they understand everything where the words fall short. And when we look at the world today, this hadith of the Prophet wasallam and this foundational teaching of Islam is exactly what people need. And it's not need in a way that uh, uh, is secondary or we use that word in a way that it would be good for people, it is something that we are in need of in this day and age, in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in our masajid, in our schools, in our communities, in our country, across the world, that we live in a time where there is such an a, a, a imbalanced degree of individuality and individualism where people are just thinking only about themselves, nefsi-nefsi. It's not even the day of judgment and people are nefsi-nefsi, where there's no sense of owing rights to anyone else. People don't even think about that. When you even look at the generation of our parents or grandparents, you see that there were certain understandings that were intrinsic in their upbringing and in their minds. I'm amazed when I see the degree to which my parents Keep in touch with old friends. So and so's son got married. So and so is sick and passed away. Make du'a for them. And it's like, and they didn't have Facebook. How do you keep all of these people in your mind? How do you continuously think about them and make du'a for them? Because they realize, well, they have rights over me. That a relationship, a friendship, is something that is is has a sanctity to it. It's valuable and people today even if you even muslims you start talking about birr al-walidain but 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 what if your parents are mean what if you start talking about how you have to be good to your own parents and the rights that you owe your own parents and people want to find exceptions and ways out of it la ilaha illallah we need to come back to these virtues yes there are exceptional situations we're not talking about that these are these are firmly rooted principles in our deen And this nefsi path that is really part of this kind of system at the end of time, it destroys the individual. If the individual gives his or her nefs everything it wants, they are going to destroy their own selves. And then it also destroys their relationships with others. And people like to say every man for himself. No, our hearts are connected. And there is a sweetness in this love for one another that gives you these degrees of nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that would uh, make any other kind of lowly passion and desire pale in comparison. So what is the solution for what so many people are feeling in the world today? Whether it's isolation or loneliness or being victim to their own nafs and this selfishness. It's in the way of the Prophet sallallahu So we see in this hadith that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi sallam, he swears by Allah, and then he tells us that this is the path to complete iman is thinking about others and sincerely wanting for them what you want for your own self. You want to be successful. You want everyone else to be successful. You want to be happy. You should want everyone else to be happy. You want. Uh, your needs to be met you should want everyone else's needs to be met and that's at a dunyawi level when you get to even higher levels when people Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens up for them the desire for that which is with him of spiritual degrees and of rank in the akhirah and of the rewards with him subhanahu wa ta'ala and nearness to him is that you even want that for others like you want it for your own self I want everyone like the Salihin would say, I want everyone in my time to be guided. I want everyone to have these higher degrees. One of the, the great imams of this deen was asked. And he, uh, he had this almost unprecedented, almost unprecedented uh, uh, superiority over everyone else in his time. And they asked him, they said, how did you surpass your peers? How did you become this great iman, Imam? imam? And there were so many other great people around you, but you, you just progressed at such an obvious degree. He said, it's because I wanted each of them to be better than me. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused me to make progress in that way because I wanted them to be better than me. They say that the level of Iman is that you love for your brother what you love for yourself. A higher level of Iman is that you prefer your brother Over yourself, as we'll see inshallah with the Ansar. They preferred the muhajireen over their own selves, even if they too had needs. You need food, take my food. Sayyidina Ali and Sayyidina Fatima radiallahu anhuma that they fed people out of the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, despite the fact that they themselves were hungry. But that's what made their degrees so high, رضي الله عنهم أجمعين. And the Prophet ﷺ said, The ulama say this word khayr that the Prophet ﷺ mentioned is comprehensive good in religious and worldly affairs in this life and in the hereafter. You want every kind of good. And the, the, the word for brother, لِأَخِيكِ The ulama also say that this applies to your brother in humanity, every other human being. It's not just your Muslim brother, it's not just other believers, it applies to every human being. Your brother or your sister in humanity. So you want all of them to have whatever good you want for yourself. And the best commentary for this hadith is just to look at the transformation. That took place with the Sahaba radhiyallahu anhum. When the Sahaba, may Allah subhanahu wa taala be well pleased with them, the possessors of the greatest hearts after the prophets and messengers, when they connected with the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu and they took directly from his nur, and they took directly from his terbia, from his spiritual rearing and his teachings and the way that he refined their nufus and their hearts and souls, they became the greatest generation of people. And they transformed. They went from people before Sayyidina Muhammad wasallam. they were considered the people of Jahiliyyah. When they connected with the Prophet wasallam, they transformed into something else entirely. So we'll look at a few ahadith from Riyadh al-Saliheen. Imam al has a chapter on the virtues of loving for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet ﷺ said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ تَعَالَى يَقُولُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَيْنَ الْمُتَحَابُّونَ بِجَلَالِي That Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala says on the day of resurrection, where are those who loved one another for my majesty? The ulama say, out of majesty and reverence, revering Allah's majesty. And then Allah says, الْيَوْمَ أُظِلُّهُمْ فِي ظِلِّي ظل Today I will shade them with my shade on this day in which there is no shade except mine. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls out those who loved one another for Allah's sake. They're able to overcome. Look at the world, it's the 21st century. Racism is still alive and well. We've made all this progress. They want to talk about progress and so forth. You're not even able to get past the color of another person's skin. You're not even able to see the reality of the human being, which is their heart and soul. And the way you look, you don't even have a choice on how you look. You didn't choose your own color. You didn't choose your own family. And neither did anyone else. But we've made progress. And we like to look down on other people. Look at those backwards people because they don't have 5G internet. And then what? What's the state of your heart and what's the state of their heart? That's really the measure of a person's humanity and a person's civility. In another hadith, the Prophet, once again, he swears by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he relates it back to Iman. He says, He says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, I swear by the one in whose hand is my soul, you will not enter paradise until you believe. Okay? Ya Rasulullah. How do we believe in this way that you're guiding us to? وَلَا تُؤْمِنُوا حَتَّى And you will not believe until you love one another. Ah, that's the secret ingredient, محبّة, love. That you love one another. And then he says, Sallallahu الله عليه وسلم, the best teacher and the best guide and the best giver of counsel. Shall I guide you to something? If you do it, you'll start to have love for one another. Shu السَّلَامَ بَيْنَكُمْ Spread peace among one another. Say as-salamu alaykum to one another. Verbally and even more importantly, have that intention that when you say as-salamu alaykum to one another that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows peace and goodness upon that person. Really mean it from the bottom of your heart. And when you mean it from the bottom of your heart, people will feel it. They feel what's in your heart. It's intangible. But they know, oh, this person, when I say salam to them, is different. The way that they uh, ask about me, the way that they talk to me, there's something unique about it. Because there's a nur of sincerity and a nur of really loving one another for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake. In another hadith, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi says, Look at this, that A man went to go visit his brother in another town. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala sent him an angel in the form of a man who met him on his path. Uh, 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 And then he said, "Where are you going?" He said, "I'm going to go visit my friend." Said, "Is there does he owe you anything? What do you want? Is there any worldly benefit in going to visit him?" And he says, "No, I just love him." For Allah subhanahu wa taala's sake, the angel responds to him and says, "I'm an angel sent by Allah. Inna Allah qad kama Allah loves you just as you love your brother for his sake. That when you give the price of love, when you pay the price which is love, you get the you get the merchandise, and the merchandise is love. As the scholars say, that the price of this deen is love, and the fruit of this deen is love. You love your brother, another human being, another created being who has flaws, who has shortcomings, they're humans. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows his love upon you. And then the Prophet said in another hadith which shows us that there are specific rights of love that are owed. He said about the Ansar, La yuhibbuhum illa mu'min. The Ansar, the, uh, the, the helpers who when the Prophet ﷺ, migrated to Medina, they supported him and they supported the Muhajirin with everything they had. That only a believer loves them. And only a hypocrite hates them. If a person loves them, that's iman. That's a sign of iman. Man ahabbahum, ahabbahullah. Whoever loves them, Allah loves him. أبغضه and whoever hates them, Allah hates him. بِاللَّهِ Loving the people who are beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at all these avenues of mahabbah. There's so many. There's so many ahadith. La ilaha illallah. We'll just inshallah say two more and we'll, uh, uh, we'll end there. نعم. عَنْ مُعَاذٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ once again Sayyidina Mu'ad Ibn Jabal radiallahu anhu there's a lot of hadith about love narrated by Sayyidina Mu'ad he says the messenger of Allah said that Allah the mighty and majestic said المُتَحَابُّونَ فِي those who love one another out of reverence for my majesty they will stand on pulpits made of light not made of Earthly materials that will decompose and pulpits made of light. Even the prophets, the people of the highest degrees and the martyrs will uh, uh, not envy them in a bad way. is a permissible envy. They will say, that's a beautiful thing. We wish we also had that. And the NBI will have everything that that the, uh, all the different kinds of honors. But this shows us what? The degree. The degree that is attainable. And then this final hadith that we'll cover, one of my favorite hadith, عن أبي al-Khawalani, one of the tabi'in may Allah have mercy on him, he said, I entered the mosque of Damascus and then I saw a young man who was radiant, literally like a, like a burst of lightning, radiant, and people were around him and surrounding him and whenever they disagreed about something they would refer it back to him and they would take his opinion as authoritative so i asked who is that young man and it was said to me this is muadh ibn jabal anhu of course he's going to have the light of even like lightning that his nur will be as radiant as a flash of lightning because the Prophet ﷺ swore by Allah that he loves him. So if he's beloved to the Prophet ﷺ, what is Allah going to give him? So he said, this is Mu'adh ibn Jabal radiyallahu anhum. So then the narrator, Abu Idris al-Khawalani says, The next day I went to the masjid early and I found him that he had already preceded me. And he was praying. Look at the Sahaba. I went early just to catch him. He was already there, radiallahu anhu, praying. So I waited until he was done with the prayer. Then I came uh, 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 and I came to him from the front to speak to him. And, and I said, Assalamu alaikum. Then I said to him, Wallahi, inni لَأُحِبُّكَ lillah. By Allah, I truly love you for Allah's sake. Faqala, ah, Allah. By Allah, it's a question. By Allah, do you mean that? By, I am asking you by Allah, do you mean that? فَقُلْتْ ah, Allah. By Allah, I mean it. فَقَالَ ah, Allah. He said once again, ah, Allah, You really mean it? By Allah. And then the man said a second time, ah, Allah. فَأَخَذَنِي So then he took me by my scarf and he grabbed me. فَجَذَبَنِي إِلَيْهِ فَقَالَ So he said to me, I have good news for you. So he grabbed him by his rida and he brought him close to him. He said, I have good good news for you. فَإِنِّي سَمِعْتُ وَرَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَى الله يَقُولُ I heard the messenger of Allah صلى say, قَالَ اللَّهُ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى That Allah, the blessed and exalted said, وَجَبَتْ مَحَبَّتِي لِلْمُتَحَابِينَ فِيَّ My love is guaranteed. For those who love one another for my sake, and those who come and sit together for my sake, and those who visit one another for my sake, and those who sacrifice for one another, uh, sacrifice for one another for my sake, and this is a Sahih Hadith narrated by Imam Malik in his Muwatta. Look at this. Look at the, d- the degree of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says, "Wajabat mahabbati. My love is guaranteed. It becomes necessary for the person who does what? Loves one another for my sake. Visits a person for Allah's sake. Sits with a person for Allah's sake. Sacrifices for his brother or for her sister for Allah's sake subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wajabat Look at these beautiful ahadith. So these ahadith, they invite us. And they remind us to realize our iman and to be people who access the highest degrees of spiritual experience. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he revives these meanings and these virtues within the ummah of the Prophet Wasallam and within all of humanity and that Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala restores what is broken and heals the diseases in people's hearts and brings us back together upon pure iman and upon pure love for his sake Jalla Jalalu wallahu <laughs> yaqulu wa qawluhu al-haqqu al wa itha quri'a al-qur'anu fastami'u lahu wa ansitu la'allakum turhamun wa qala tabaraka wa ta'ala فَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرآنَ فَاسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَالَّذِينَ تَبَوَّأُ الدَّارَ وَالْإِيمَانَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ يُحِبُّونَ مَنْ هَاجَرَ إلَيْهِمْ يُحِبُّونَ مَنْ هَاجَرَ إلَيْهِمْ وَلَا يَجِدُونَ فِي صُدُورِهِمْ حَاجَةً مِمَّا أُوتُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ خَصَاصَةَ وَمَنْ يُقَشُحَ نَفْسِهِ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ المفلحون. Allah subhanahu wa Ta-A'la says, the translation of which is, As for those who settled in the city and embraced the faith before the arrival of the immigrants, this is about the muhajirin, those who were settled in Medina, the ansar, when the muhajirin came to them, as for those who had settled in the city in Medina and embraced the faith before the arrival of the muhajirin, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, they love whomever immigrates to them. They love whoever immigrates to them. Never having a desire in their hearts for whatever of the gains is given to the muhajirin. They give the muhajirin preference over themselves even though they may be in need and whoever is saved from the selfishness of their own souls it is they who are truly successful barakallahu li fil qur'an al-azim wa nafa'na bima fihi al ayati wa al al-hakim wa ajarna min khizihi wa adhabihi al alima qunu qawli hadha wa astaghfiru al-azim li wa li walidina wa li sa'ir muslimin innahu huwal ghafur al-rahim In Alhamdulillah, Hamdan Yeliko be Jalali, which he who Sultani, when a shadow and la ilaha illa law, wahda hula shari kala, when a shadow and a Sayyidana Mohammed Abduhu or a Sulu, Allahumma Sully was selling Mabaraka Ali, he wala early, he was Habi, he ejmain, and my bad fayari badallah inni ul Sikum, when a fsiabi la ilaha illa law. This hadith and the multiple ahadith that we have read show us that. Love can never be separated from iman and that in order to realize the full experience and the full realities of this deen we have to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam and his family and his companions, and all of the righteous. And when we do that, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow us to experience the realities of what no eye has ever seen, no ear has ever heard, and has never crossed the human heart and human imagination. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. وأكثر من الصلاة والسلام على البشير النذير والسراج المنير سيدنا محمد فإن الله أمرنا بأمر بدأ فيه بنفسه وثن بالملائكة المسبحة بقدسه وآيها بالمؤمنين تعميما فقال مخبرا وآمرا لهم تكريما وتعظيما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد وعلى الخليفة من بعده المختار صاحبه وأنيسه في الغار مؤازر رسول الله في حاله الساعة والضيق خليفة رسول الله سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه وعلى من نشر العدل في الآفاق فاشتهر من رفع الله له القدر فيما أنزل على خير البشر حليف المحراب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه وعلى الناصح لله في السر والإعلان من استحيت منه ملائكة الرحمن يالي الليالي بتلاوة القرآن ذنورين أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه وعلى أخ بن مصطفى وابن عمه ووليه وباب مدينة علمه إمام أهل المشارق والمغارب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه وعلى الحسن والحسين سيدي شباب أهل الجنه في الجنة وريحانتي نبيك بنص السنة وعلى أمهم الحوراء فاطمة البتول الزهراء وعلى خديجة الكبرى وعائشة الرضاء وأمهات المؤمنين وعلى الحمزة والعباس وسائر أهل بيت نبيك الذي طهرتهم من الدنس والأرجاس وعلى أهل بدر وأهل أحد وأهل بيعة الرضوان وعلى سائر الصحب الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بإحساسهم وهدا إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا فيما قامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هم إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا لا تزق قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفزوق والعصيان يا أرحم الراحمين وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم عباد الله ان الله يأمر بالعدل والاحسان وانتا ذي القربى وينها عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولا ذكر الله اكبر